back, everybody. Build It Internal Podcast. It's Alex and Aaron here at my dining room table. Howdy, everybody. We're happy to be back. We didn't get to record last week because I was on the road. Mm-hmm. So we're here with a fresh new episode. Some more fun questions. When's it? When do these drop? Fridays? Fridays. So this is going to be for this week. Yeah. So tight, we're tight turnaround. Tight turnaround. Yeah. But it's okay. Everything's good. Okay, good. And yeah, you said you have some some new questions. Um, again, you know, we're we're open to any and all ideas as far as what you guys want to hear on this podcast. This is for you. Uh, even though Angel said out, I, I like to hear myself talk. Very funny. You know what I'm like finding with this internal podcast where we where well, I ask the questions and then you answer them is that we're we're sort of creating the content like in real time. You know, like you've had, you've had these episodes in the past that were about trust or about travel or about whatever, whatever the theme is. We're basically getting like multiple themed episodes every week now because it's, you're not having to like think, well, this has been on my mind for a couple of weeks. We should do a podcast. Now it's somebody asked that. Yes. Perfect. Let's do it. Talk about it. Yeah. And you don't, uh, and I kind of like, you don't, share any of the questions with me beforehand. Mm-hmm. So I have no idea what we're going to be talking about today. And, uh, and so that's, it just goes to show like there's no frills here whatsoever. There's no forethought. I'm just answering off the cuff, which is, but yeah, there's no, there's no prior thought to whatever we're discussing, mm-hmm. which I think is almost always good. Maybe I'll say something down the road that could be problematic and I'm sure off the backtrack at some point, but I'd rather just shoot than it being too polished from the beginning. Well, we talk about like the transparency wins thing, both on this internal podcast as well as on the main dirt talk podcast as well. Um, but I think specifically for this one, I think it's good that you don't know what the question is. Cause you can't say, all right, what's the official build with position that I want it to look like we have. Yeah. You're just like, well, here's the only answer I know. And you're honest enough to just like say. Yeah, I, I've, so I've been thinking about how transparency wins applies a lot lately. And see, as our business has grown more and more, it, I don't want to say problem, it, it's become problematic, but it's become more complex because you have people coming in the organization that are not used to total transparency. Yeah. And they're, 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 they have access to information that they've never had access to before. So they're not quite sure how to process it or yeah. how to just emotionally react. And I've noticed that um, increasingly in the past few months, as we've just grown the team, mm-hmm. it starts to, yeah, people get nervous about something or or they, they have questions about something or they're not clear on something. And it's like, you start to question, is transparency all the time really the right thing to do? Yeah. And I, I honestly, I will start to question it. And then I go back to, no, it's the right thing to do because long-term, this is the way to go. And I'm very, very comfortable with it. And I try to be extraordinarily open. So it does cause some discomfort, especially with newer people in the organization. But mm-hmm. I sincerely think it wins long-term. Yeah, sold. And with that, I got the first question right here. Great. And I even approved this person having their name on this question. This is from Miss Kate. Our project manager, extraordinaire, Basecamp whiz. She asks, does Aaron ever get burnt out with the amount of time he spends on social media? 
How does he manage the multiple accounts and should I be giving him shit more on one versus the other? So to answer the, the follow-up question, I, I, I'm a big fan of getting shit on any social media platform. <laughs> any you can get. Yeah. So just, <laughs> just choose your platform and give me shit on it because yep. I will, I will be more than appreciative of that. And Kate does a wonderful job. So <laughs> shout out to Kate for giving me a substantial amount of shit on social media. I, I really appreciate it. I, you know, I, um, I have a pretty good system for social and I used to not do it all that well. And then I just made a rule where I need to post once a day. That was my rule, yeah. regardless of how I was feeling. Mm-hmm. And it goes to what the group at the muster is probably learning a lot about this week, discipline. You create just a sense of discipline of, no, I need to share every single day, regardless of how I'm feeling. And miraculously, you start to get much better at it. Um, the cool thing about social media for me is that it's not a chore. It's fun. I I spend a lot of time even just crafting my captions. Like on a Saturday morning, I'll spend, I'll sometimes spend an hour on a social media caption. For one single post? For one post, yeah. I, I, I put in a lot of time and effort to everything I do on there. And that's not to, that doesn't include all the time and energy that goes into every photograph on there. Sure. Which is just all the plane rides and the driving and the connections you have to make and the time on site and the editing and, and then choosing the right photo. And there's a lot that goes into it, but it's all just fun for me. I get to look at really cool photos and I get lost in it a lot of times even forgetting that like, that's my photo because it's just a badass tractor photo. I'm like, yeah. whoa, that's pretty cool. <laughs> and then I realize, oh, that's my photo. Um, so I don't get burnt out on it from a sense of posting because it's just a habit now. And I really very much enjoy it. And it's it's hugely essential to our business. I mean, it it's why we have a business. Yeah, it, it grew from there. <laughs> yeah. So uh, without social media, we would not have BuildWit. It's mm-hmm. pretty easy to draw that connection. I do get burnt out though from other people on there. And I try to, I try to just ignore as many people as possible. Um, and I, uh, is that just, your management style too? Yeah. Just ignore people as yeah. much as possible. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, for sure. Um, profits only. No, there's, there, there's just a bunch of people on there that are riding our coattails or they're just fucking annoying. And I just don't have patience for it. So I try to tune out as much as possible, but that's the one thing that rubs me a little wrong on social media. For you personally, what is like the difference between at BuildWit and at Wit Industries? Um, BuildWit is just bulldozers. And I I like to, for lack of a better term, fuck around a little bit more on the Wit Industries account. Sure. See, the, the, the problem is, and Skylar had me thinking about this, is I'm probably going to keep them separate, but I'm actually having Jessica try to track down the Aaron Witt username right now. And like who owns that and how can we get it? Yeah, because I need to- How can you get it? It's just, I need to figure out how to separate my brand from the company's brand. And if I do that, it'll benefit the company because now the company can really take on its own persona, personality. We already have it internally, but externally we don't right now. And then it'll allow me to speak my mind more freely without being directly connected to the company. Mm-hmm. And I feel like 
I haven't been able to speak my mind as freely as I've wanted to sure. for fear of these big companies that we're working with getting all bent out of shape about it. Well, uh, I just looked it up on Instagram. User Aaron Witt has six posts. Yeah. Four of them are him holding very small fish. He has two followers and follows five people. It's, and he probably doesn't ever go on it. That's what, that might be the hardest part is actually uh, yeah. getting in touch with him. Be like, I, I will give you $50. But Jessica's working on it and she comes through with, with everything. So yeah. we'll see how it goes. At the team meeting we had um, in Nashville in December, when we all sat um, around the tables and we were just kind of sort of having like this Q&A almost, just like, what is, what is anybody else thinking about, about just the company? What can we all talk about? And one thing I had asked was, you know, when, when do you separate yourself from the at BuildWit? Because like that's become, that obviously was you and yeah. still is you. Yeah. But it's becoming less and less you, you yeah. know? The way we're going to have to do it is I'm probably going to have to hand over the at BuildWit and then we just have one Instagram account for the entire business. And that's what BuildWit becomes maybe? It, yeah, but it's going to, it's going to it's going to be a new account, but it's going to take the at BuildWit name, if that makes sense. So it's not just me handing over my account because that would, I see what you're that saying. would do everyone a disservice. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Okay. It doesn't make sense, but I would hand over the BuildWit name to then build our company's online brand from. Got it, got it, got it, got it. If that makes sense. It's just some of the many things you don't think about when you start posting pictures that you took that are cool. <sighs> Yeah, I wish I would have thought about it before, but here we are. You, you've mentioned multiple times about how, in hindsight, you wish you hadn't put in your, put your last name in the com- the company name. Yeah, um, and then when uh, I think Kara was maybe one who said something on Slack about how there's now Wit Holdings. Yes, and it just kind of made me giggle because it's like he put his name in that one too. Yeah, well, fortunately, the the holding company is not public. Yeah. So, yeah, and that that, that was just technicality. Yeah. But it it just happens. I don't I don't know. Um, yeah, you, you don't want anything to be about you, but it just it has to be somehow. It just happens. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, thanks for the question, Kate. Um, so the answer is you should give shit to Aaron on as many social media platforms, platforms as possible. Please do. And then I, I just want to take this time to reiterate, it's extraordinarily beneficial to have as many people in our business posting on social media about what we do in whatever way you see fit. We have a podcast episode about this. If you mm-hmm. haven't heard it, so I'm not going to get into it, but it's hugely beneficial to have as many people in our business posting, even if it's once a month on LinkedIn, hugely beneficial. Do you think there, and this doesn't have to be part of this episode, do you think it would be beneficial to have Jake Pico on to talk about that a little bit too, just from a more like strategic standpoint or? Yeah, it would probably be helpful to have me and Jake on it. Yeah, maybe together. Honestly, the thing is, it's like social media is one of the few things I know what the fuck I'm doing on. Um, But I think- multiple perspectives and I, th- I think especially yeah he's probably has more of like a strategic technical perspective of it where you, yeah. you've sort of like started doing it and you kind of see this this works this doesn't work i don't and know even even like me eric jumper does a nice job on yeah. social too um yeah it, we should just have like a social media best practices episode i think 
That's a good idea. Because you, but like you're right, you have talked about it before of just, you know, here's why it's important. I've talked about the importance. I haven't talked about actual how the tactics of it. Yeah. That might be interesting. We, I think we should make a note of that and we can put it together. I got another question. This one is anonymous. Why do you say you have no plans to sell the company? Great question. So the reality is most people start companies to exit the company at some point. It's called your exit strategy. And it's, I mean, it's, 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 if you start to peel back the layers on majority of companies, that was the reason to make money and to sell the company. And, and the, the thing is you as a business owner can't really recognize the value you've created until you sell the company and it's locked up. And so everybody thinks you're wealthy as a business owner and sure you make decent, you, you make good money. You can pay yourself, you know, a salary and this and that, but all of what you worked for is just on paper and it's not realized until it goes to sale. The problem is with a sale, um, you are handing that business off to someone else that, that may not view the importance of your mission the same or your culture the same or your people the same. And I also have a problem with one guy person creating a business everybody makes good money they sell it they take all of their chips off the table cash them in for an enormous sum of money and then walk off in the sunset it works very well for people and i don't i don't see anything wrong with it it's like a guy like mike reed he's he's more than earned it he's given up 30 years of his life to that sure i he should get an enormous check as a result i have no problem with that randy too i mean just the amount of effort and energy these guys put into their businesses, I have more than enough respect for them taking their their chips off the table. But for for my business and where I want to go, I want to generate as much wealth within the company as possible. And so not selling the business allows us to, instead of giving the wealth to me or an equity partner or anybody else, the wealth can be distributed amongst the business and we can build very significant wealth for a lot of people within the business long-term. And then not only that from a financial standpoint, but it allows us to keep our, our mission and vision intact. And I started this business not to go make a shitload of money. I want a lot of money. I'm vocal about that. I, have no problem admitting that. I grew up very well off. I want that lifestyle. I mean, well, I, we, I was joking with uh, Marilee the other day about, um, you know, uh, the, the we, we joke about, we talk about pri- flying private. It's like, just wait till you fly private and you're like, okay, I get it. I, <laughs> I more than understand. Yeah. This, is, this is not even like a step up. This is ridiculously different than anything else I've ever done. And this is remarkable. Uh, but I know all of that will come in time. That's not the purpose of the business. The purpose of the business is to push the world that I love, the dirt world forward and make sure that we produce the infrastructure society needs for a very long period of time. That's the purpose of the business. And, you know, people will, people have countered and say, I might get bored or this and that. I, I don't know. I'm 26, life changes, but... Um, I could not be more confident in saying I don't 
want to sell the business. I, I don't want it to go anywhere. This is my end game. And there's so much opportunity here. I don't need to go anywhere else. I don't need to go create a tequila company or I don't need to go well, do anything else. But the weird part about BuildWit <laughs> is that you could find a way to do that under the BuildWit umbrella. And that's the point. And, and yeah, even if I don't want to do creative my whole life, okay, well, let's go over to consulting or let's go over to, I'm, I'm leading an organization even today that has so many different different businesses doing so many different functions that in the world I love, I can't just, I can't imagine myself going anywhere else. Mm -hmm. So those are my thoughts on it. Um, And we do, you know, we do have, and bringing Randy in who just recently sold a business. He has on, on some legal things said, you need to consider it and it needs to be in there. If it does happen, here's what happens. Um, But it's it's not even remotely a possibility, honestly. And I think I can, you know, for the wealth I want, the life I want, I can go create it without having to sell the business, without having to take my chips off the table. And I think I'm exactly where I need to be. And just, I'm just on the wait. path I'm on. You're going to yeah. make all that money just doing speaking fees, man. Seriously. <laughs> I mean, getting paid $100,000 to speak is not unrealistic down yeah. the road. So, and I could, yeah, I could go make money off my personal brand. That's more than enough to sustain me without even touching the business. Like you've said multiple times. And I think that becomes, has become really much more clear to me is, um, the opportunities are endless in in a very real way. Yeah. And that's me selling me saying, I'm not going to sell the business is proof of my belief in the opportunity available. Yeah. I want to live a very big life. I think I can live that entire life within this organization with more than enough room for everybody else here. Mm-hmm. And it's also just a testament to, this is really about making the dirt world a better place for me. This is not my get rich quick scheme. This is not a really, it, 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 it's a means to the life I want to live, but that's, that's secondary. I don't know when it's going to happen. Um, it'll happen one day and when it does, awesome. But my goal is to build a remarkable organization that makes the dirt world a better place. Nothing more than that. Heck yeah, man. Uh, next question that is also anonymous. Actually, I'm going to combine two because okay. they, they're in the same vibe. Um, this one's actually from Benjamin Holmgren who signed his email, raving internal podcast enthusiast at BuildWit as his uh, job title. Wow. Slick. He's smart. Yeah. Um, he says, when the office is finished this summer, all the Music City locals will inevitably begin to form their, form their own BuildWit subculture. How do you want us remote folks to respond when the Nashvillians are cracking inside jokes on Slack, at team meetings, etc.? And that I would, I would attach that to what impact do you expect the office to have on our team? Okay. I Sure, there'll be a subculture, perhaps, but the goal of the office is to be a central meeting place for everybody in the business. So mm-hmm. will some of us have more FaceTime than others outside of Nashville? Perhaps. Um, but I feel like all of us are going to be in and out of the office at some point, mm. whether it be, you know, Hey, I, I haven't been in the office in a while. I'm going to go fly in and I'm going to spend three days in Nashville. Here's the, not just to hang out, you know, here's the reason why I'm going to come into here's town. Here's the work I'm going to do. Yeah. Yeah. And here's the people I'm going to meet with and this and that. But I, um, I don't know. I think we're, we're creating a culture that is 
accepting and welcoming of everybody and is built on remote work and forming connections remotely. So it's not a concern of mine is where I'm at on that. And I could be terribly wrong, but I really don't, I really don't see that as a, a concern going to what the office is going to do for our business. It's going to make our culture and our business flourish. Um, you, those of you that have been like to the, those of you that were at the December team meeting, for example, how good do you feel that week? How good do you feel coming off that week? Oh yeah. How excited do you feel going into that week? We have amazing people on this team and everybody's around a common goal and to have the opportunity to be face to face with those humans whenever you want, not just twice a year, it's going to affect all aspects of our business and is going to allow us to grow our culture so much faster and yeah. hire so much more effectively, onboard more effectively, bring our partners in. Once our partners walk into this, and, and I know I've been talking about it, but I know a lot of people don't really have the vision in their head as clear as it is in my head. But someone like you know, Dylan Stevens walks into our office, he's going to fucking get it. Mm-hmm. He's going to get it. I'm trying to create a space in which you walk in the door, you get it. You understand what we're about. You understand what we're doing. You understand we're different. You understand we're really making a huge impact in the industry. Yeah. And we're not just playing it safe. And you can't buy that kind of feeling. And just imagine like Dan was on with Luckstone today, you know, have Luckstone to our office. The impact that has and how that, just how, how much faster you earn someone's trust if you can show them tangible proof of, hey, this is kind of working, this new approach, yeah, this it, thing we're onto. It can make money. People believe in you a hell of a lot faster. Yeah. So it'll, it'll one, I built a place that I want to go to every day. And I'm hoping everybody feels the same way about it, our current team. So it's an internal thing. And then I built a place that celebrates the dirt world from an external perspective, whether that be our partners or the guests on the podcast yeah. or people in Nashville that just want to stop by that are big build with fans. That's why we have a storefront in our office. So people can stop by and become part of this community and movement we're building. Um, so it's, it's, it's going to be extraordinarily dramatic once it comes together. I have uh, never given a shit about, my company's office space until this one. Correct. I haven't like, either. What do, what do I, you know, what do I really care? And that's the problem is, you know, someone asked me the other day, it's like, do you really need to spend all this time on, on the office? I'm like, no, I don't. I could have just hired the architect, hired the designer, said, this is kind of what I want. Here's how many desks I need and press the easy button, wrote the check. It would have been done. And then call me when it's ready and we'll move in. And yeah. And even the contractor today was like, you know, this it's projects going a lot slower because there's just so many more details to this. And that's the point is, yeah, there are details is because we've thought out every fucking aspect of this thing to be as extraordinary and as beneficial for our business as possible. Um, and so we could have just pressed the easy button and just created a place for people to work, but we're not that kind of company. Yeah. We've, we created a place that people can go and really build relationships and celebrate the industry and and come up with new ideas. And it's just that 
you know, there's, um, like you, you have the places in life that you, we want to be at your home is probably number one. Yeah. I want this to be a close second of, I enjoy being here just as much as I enjoy being home because this is my second family. This is my, this is my home too. Yeah. Um, so that's what we're going after. One thing that you and I definitely have in common is the, uh, like going home, like is really restorative yeah. and like being out and about with a lot of people is not restorative. Yeah. And so I, I think that's an interesting point to make about the office is that it's really going to be straddling between those two things in a way that's probably really healthy. And, and, and the, the cool thing about the office is it has both. Yeah. If you, if you want to go walk yourself in a smaller meeting room for the day, cause you got to bust some shit out. Good. If you got a city workstation, good. If you want to go hang out on the couch with people or go hang out in the kitchen or what shoot the shit at the 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 big meeting tables we have, that's awesome too. Yeah. Um, so it's a little bit of everything for for everybody. I'm stoked. Um, we'll do one more. And you know, to Benjamin's point, we've hired a lot of smart people around the United States. Mm-hmm. Um and we can always work remote, but I do want there to be significant draw. To Nashville. Sure. So I have purposefully made this really fucking cool to serve as a significant carrot long-term is, do you have to be here? No. Are you going to, are you going to be penalized because you're not here? No, nothing like that, but it's going to be a pretty significant pull. And then eventually as we, as we start getting bigger and start hiring more and more people, it's just going to be the requirement. You come here and we need to have something really awesome to show them to convince people that, okay, yeah, moving is, is worthwhile. We'll also need to get a pretty significant parking spot for a uh, Skyler to park his fifth wheel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll work on that. Yep. But yeah. And, and I don't want to get people bent out of shape about the moving thing. So it, it's not, you know, everybody here, it's not ever going to be a requirement no, listening no, no. to this, but um, down the road, you know, new hires, it, it could very well be. I don't see that as unrealistic and maybe we do always continue to hire people outside of, of, of Nashville and, and everything's on the table right now, but I, I, I do want to create some pretty significant pull to Nashville. Well, Nashville's pretty cool. It's not I can bad. Attest. It's not bad. All right. Last question. What are your expectations for build with leaders and why not delay that until 2022? Yeah. Is this anonymous? It is. There's a lot of sneaky questions in here today. So build with leaders has created some stress and anxiety. I do acknowledge that. Um, and, and Dan and I are very much aware of that. We're not leaders that, that just push these ridiculous goals off to everybody and then go hit the links and play a play around a nine or 18 and, and um, show up the next week and, and do the same thing. We're, we're in the trenches too. We understand the stress and anxiety and we wouldn't be pushing for this if this wasn't essential for our mission and our business. That's the reality of it. Um, Build It Leaders came about, you know, Dan uh, originally had the idea of what if we create a platform for leadership training in the industry? I initially said, I don't think the time's right. And then we, we started talking about it and I said, wow, there's actually no better time than now for this. And there's two places of urgency here. The first is our mission. There is urgency surrounding our mission. We need to be 
urgent. The, the society needs infrastructure. People are retiring faster and faster. This next generation's coming up. They don't know what the fuck's going on. They have no resources to learn from. There's no one to help them. We need to be their guide. And we need to create an enormous following within the industry outside of our partners to make the dirt world a better place. Chase, you know, with that new, new branding effort, he keeps saying movement, movement, movement. I love the movement term. We need to create a movement. What better way to create a movement than by empowering the future leaders of the entire industry? That's a pretty effective way to do it. And a pretty effective way to multiply our reach by a thousand almost overnight. So there's urgency there because the industry needs this and we are the ones to do it. We're in the very unique and privileged position to actually execute upon this. Now, secondly, is cash flow. We've had the entirety of the business supported by creative, still is supported by creative. Right now it's being bridged by the line of credit from Randy. But the sooner we can get the business supported by multiple revenue streams, the better off everybody is. Our mission is being accomplished in a much more effective manner. We have more resources. We can take the pressure off creative. Now, pressure, now creative doesn't have to support all the administrative and, and, and leadership components of the business anymore. Now creative doesn't have to depend on always making sure our partners are happy and we can't lose a partner or whatever it may be. Now we have creative freedom to execute that business as we see fit. That was making sure everybody's happy, still important, yes, but it, it buys us a level of a, and a degree of freedom that we've never had. We have a lot of freedom, but we want total freedom. And that comes at a price. And so we need to get away from supporting the entire business just through creative. So that's it, is there's an enormous urgency to provide leadership training for the future leaders in the industry. And when this works, it will provide a lot of cash flow very quickly is how we have it projected. I mean, we're going to be doubling our revenue seemingly overnight. And, and that's our revenue. That's dollars. Okay, cool. But our influence in the industry is probably going to triple overnight with executing upon this program. And even Dan's been saying, this has completely changed the conversations I'm having. This is going to give us so much more credibility as a business. This is going to expand upon our brand like never before. This is going to make the build what name extraordinarily valuable on every job site in the United States. It's really, really cool stuff. So that's why it's urgent. And we would not be so certain about executing upon this now if it weren't extraordinarily important for our, for our mission and our business as a whole. That's what it comes down to. And we, trust me, we have to ask, ask that question. What if we can just push it off? And that's why, that's why we just decided to, you know, hey, maybe consulting, maybe, maybe we don't go hire a bunch of consultants right now. Maybe, maybe let's take it a little slower there. For example, we are making those decisions. This is an area where we want to triple down upon yeah. because if we can execute upon this, when we execute upon this, everything is going to change in a very positive manner for everybody involved. Everybody wins here. How many, how many courses or what are we calling them? Tracks on the leader? Build with yeah. leaders? Um, Skyler would be the best person to talk to okay. about it. We're just trying to launch with enough content for someone to pay $300 a month without question. And then it's going to be new content 
all the time weekly yeah and it's going to be a monster and i know that's where a lot of the stress and anxieties come from is how the fuck do we do this and if we when we execute upon this it unlocks a lot of new levels that we have access to from a production standpoint and we can make it happen i'll be really curious to see who approaches us once it goes live about believing that they would be a good um, target for having their own track on the site you know we're gonna we're gonna be reached like i said this is going to i don't even realize how big this is going to be and the cool thing is you guys are all here at the ground floor. You guys are here before this shit happened. Because when it does happen, the entire industry's talking about it. You're going to be like, yeah, I, I helped do that. Yeah. I helped make that happen. And I helped transform an entire generation of leaders within the dirt world. So it's a big deal. It's going to be great. I'm excited. Um, I think that's about it for this week. It was a longer one. Mm-hmm. It was a longer one, but those are great questions. Yep. I do like the kind of sneaky anonymous questions. I think they open, open you up a little bit more to not have a canned answer. Yeah. You know, I, like I said, eventually I hope it all just becomes non-anonymous. Yeah. Everyone's I, cool to say what they want to say. Yeah. That's the kind of company I want to create is it, like someone the other day, I don't know who it was, but it was like, you know, I probably shouldn't be saying this like when the company owner's here. And I was like, well, like, no, that's that's the kind of company we're trying to create is that you can say whatever the fuck you, whatever's on your mind, yeah. as long as it's constructive in front of whomever. It yeah. doesn't matter who you're talking to. Um, and it's not a slight at that person. I, I don't even know who said it. It's not, a, it's not a slight. It's just like, we're getting there. We're moving in that direction. And... It's exciting for me. Yeah. Well, Aaron, I appreciate you taking the time to go through these questions with me. Fellow BuildWit team members, thanks for sending in questions. Uh, Aaron, I had a pretty good time going through this, man. Thanks for the questions. Yeah. And with that, I guess we'll see you guys next week. We appreciate you tuning in. If you have any thoughts or additional questions, point them to alex at We'll see you next week. See y'all.